Join Michael Rigsby from the Dirt on Dirt studio for Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live. One of my favorite things that people say to me every year without fail is, Rigsby, what are you going to do during the offseason? In turn, my answer to that question can be illustrated by this movie clip. You could literally hear me laughing. I think I'm Brad Pitt or Clooney in that scenario, Turn, I would take either, by the way. In case you were scoring at home, the Dirt Late Model offseason is exactly 16 days long between the end of the Gateway Dirt Nationals in St. Louis and the scheduled hangover, the scheduled hangover at Mitch McCarter's 411. Of course, freezing weather affected the shifting date of that and actually moved it back to being a 2017 race. You throw in Christmas, you throw in New Year's, and there basically is no off-season anymore in our sport. While I've been preaching the, we've probably been racing a little bit too much card for a while now, it's officially the way of the world in dirt late model racing, and there is no slowing it down. Happy New Year to everybody watching tonight, as this is Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live, the first of 2018 for Tuesday night, January 2nd. And like I said, it's hard to believe, but PRI is behind us. The Dome is behind us. Christmas, New Year's, all behind us. And it's time now to start practically, how do I say it? Practically applying all that silly season stuff that we learned over the past month and a half and taking it and seeing it on the actual racetrack. And that already starts this weekend, not only with Talladega Short Track's Ice Bowl this weekend that we will have complete coverage of Saturday and Sunday, but DirtOnDirt.com goes west again. The Kaiser Manufacturing Wild West Shootout is back at FK Rod Ends, FK Rod Ends, Arizona Speedway this year. Maria and the gang naming rights at Arizona Speedway near Phoenix. All of that starts Saturday night. Throw it up, turn. We will have live coverage of every single night, multiple cameras, 
pit reporters Dustin Jarrett. Instant replay every lap of the late models, every lap of the modifieds live right here at DOD. Order your live video now in the upper right hand corner of the website. There is six nights of racing at the Wild West Shootout at the very racy Arizona Speedway, and it all kicks off Saturday with a free practice on Friday, by the way, that will be streamed here at DOD. You can watch it all live over the next two weeks, basically. A lot to cover in the next hour. We'll put the final touches. What a great piece Tim Truex put together, by the way. We'll put the final touches on the dome. We'll preview Arizona and Talladega in depth. We'll go over a rules change that Ray Cook put into place that's getting a lot of people talking. And I'll make this statement right now, and I'm going to cover it later in the show. We're about to have the best year on the two national tours that we have had in a very, very long time. If the rosters hold steady, and I think they will for the most part this year, it is going to be a ridiculous year at the top of the two national tours. Turn! How the hell are you, buddy? We haven't seen you on the Late Model Live set in forever. Turning the camo hat, trying to hide tonight. He's got his DMV yeah. shirt on, but it's a little state camo hat. My good friend, my sidekick. Yeah. How are you, sir? I mean, busy. Very busy. <laughs> uh, I mean, they but made sure, us... What do you mean? It's the off-season. We don't do anything. There's nothing uh-huh. going on. What are you yeah. busy with? Yeah. I mean, you know, this this trailer thing that we're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll we're talk about that, that later. Some... Don't spoil it. Don't well, spoil it. Well, you know, if you were a gateway, you probably got a sneak peek. Yeah. So yeah. I was busy with that. And, uh, you know, we had to... I mean, this guy behind me made me work on Christmas Day. Okay. So, you know. and not, 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 I mean, I'm not, to- not totally true. I mean, he, he, he had to do a few things, but for, for the most part, did you get any good Christmas gifts, turn anything exciting uh, or no? Yeah, I got a winter coat for the, uh, for the negative 40 temperatures here in Illinois. It is so I'm chilly. ready to head to Phoenix. It is. We are ready to get the Phoenix projected temperatures in the 70s all week. We're going to talk more with Turn about that trailer and Derek Kessinger in a dress with his arms out as he refers to them as pipes turn. Were you impressed or no? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, no. We've got a lot to get to in the show. Let's get rolling. Five things. Number one on five things. Some people thought I was crazy by making this statement, but I firmly believe that year two of the Dome was more important than year one. Now, year one, Cody and his team, they had to prove that it was possible, but year two, they had to prove it was sustainable. And right on cue, they knocked it out of the park. Just before we went live for Driver's Intro Saturday, I came on the air inside the Dome and had this to say about what we all knew. One last thing. It's not very often. Dirt track events usually take five or ten years to become ingrained in the culture of dirt late model racing. It's taken the Gateway Dirt Nationals 365 days, one year. And believe me, this thing isn't going anywhere. Blake Anderson, let's get things started down pit side. It is pretty incredible that in just one year, the Gateway Dirt Nationals has penetrated the wall of traditional events in our sport and become a must-see, must-attend race after really just happening twice. It's hard to describe unless you're inside the Dome and in the city of St. Louis surrounding the building, but there is a vibe in there that's hard to put into words. It's totally unlike anything else we do or anywhere else we go. And while I've gone on record as saying the World 100 of the Dream, will always be the two biggest events in our sports. I don't want to hear nothing else. The Dome does occupy a special place that we and the guys who race in it hope lasts forever. This whole entire event is just great for our sport. And I I keep saying that, and, you know, it's just Cody Summers, he's really, you know, stuck his neck out for for the drivers with raising the purse this year. The excitement, the energy, um, just all the fans... That's here. It's unbelievable. 
even to be having a real close shot at winning one of the races, I'm, I'm tickled to death. A reminder, in case you did not hear the announcement, next year's Gateway Dirt Nationals moves up. It's dirt in November slash December, November 29th, 30th, and December 1st next year. The week before the PRI trade show, make your plans now. As long as the building is standing, the Gateway Dirt Nationals is here to stay. Number two on five things, while the hangover at 411 technically bumped back to a 2017 race, the 2018 Dirt Late Model calendar will kick off out west as it has in the past with the aforementioned Kaiser Manufacturing Wild West shootout this weekend. We're going to break the event down more later, but here's the first thing that jumps off the page to me. It's no secret that Arizona Speedway is for the cushion lovers, as we like to say. You see Bobby Pierce pounding it here. It's really got a fun top side, thus Bobby ripping it up last year. But this year he's got company and possibly two of the best cushion hounds in the country. Number one driver in America, Brandon Shepard, and white hot last year, Mike Marler. No secret that the two of them are not bashful about burying it on the top and hope to challenge Pierce. I watched live on Dirt on Dirt the whole time, and uh, you know I was definitely chomping at the bit, wishing I was out there for sure. The track was, uh, it looked like it was a lot more racy than, than the last track that, the, from the last time that I went there anyway. Um, so I'm definitely excited to go back. And hopefully the track's as racy as it was last year. There wasn't nobody really won on the bottom that I seen, but uh, I felt like some of the cars were pretty close. You know that some of the guys were pretty good on the bottom there, like that Chris Simpson and and even more a little bit there. So I think that uh, you know we'll have uh, some more competition out there this year, and it'll be pretty interesting. I hope. A full preview of the Wild West shootout coming up later in the show. Lots to break down in the desert. Chris Simpson and Ben Shelton will join us. Number three, now this one's interesting. The offseason has been marked more by team changes and silly season moves than rule changes as in years past. But you see here in this video, just before Christmas, Ray Cook did drop a new rule that's garnering a lot of attention. I'll stay out of the technical weeds too much, but it's basically this. Ray feels that cars at his events are flipping more. They're rolling over more. And he wants to put a stop to it. So he's come up with, in essence, a droop rule that will regulate deck height and keep these cars down, as he said. It's all about safety, not about speed. It's about safety, as he sees it. Here's how he's going to do it. His tech guys will jack the car up, and you can see it there, just until that left rear tire will turn or move slightly. This tech will be done after the race each night. As soon as that tire can turn, they go to the back of the car and measure the deck. The rule will start out at 47 and a half inches. Most late models right now are riding 51 or higher when they're on the track and all hiked up. So how is he going to get it down to 47 and a half? Pretty simple. A chain. You see it there in his hand. A chain usually will go about 8 bucks, 8 to 10 bucks, cost the racer that. The chain will be hooked up. The shorter the chain, the less height the deck can get. You see in Ray's demonstration, it definitely gets shorter, the deck height, after he puts the chain back on and should meet that 47.5-inch requirement. There you see it's a little bit lower. Our own Kevin Kovac has a full breakdown on the website this week, coming at it from all angles. But in the meantime, Ray believes in his heart this is the direction the sport needs to go. This is something that a lot of people in our industry has told me that we need to do. I think we need to do it. And... 80% of the people that I've talked to is on board with it. There's nothing wrong with making our sport safer. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're not trying to make the cost anymore or anything like that. 
No word yet on whether Lucas or the World of Outlaws will adopt this rule, but I do know that they're looking at it. No matter what you think about Ray Cook, and most people love Ray Cook, I believe in my heart that he believes in his heart he's doing the right thing. We'll keep an eye on it as the season progresses. Number four, we may not know what the national tours are doing rules-wise with that yet, but I can say pretty confidently that we're about to have the most depth and quality we've had roster-wise on both tours in a long time. Let's start with Lucas Oil. I said during PRI, I kind of view this as a powerhouse roster right now, and Turn throws it up on the screen. They keep most of the guys from last year, and this is my best guess at their projected roster for next year. Don't hold me to this. You know, 16 guys is a lot. Only 12 get tow money. Richards, McCready, Bloomquist, Jonathan Davenport, we know. I think Bobby Pierce ultimately ends up on Lucas Oil. O'Neill, Lanigan, Owens, Pearson, Huddy, Satterley, McIntosh, Ziegler, Ryan King in the Warrior car. Dennis Herb Jr., I think, is back, and Kyle Bronson. Right now, those 16 guys, I think, is what your sort of projected Georgia-Florida Lucas Oil roster looks like, something like that. It is a powerhouse roster. But let's go to the World of Outlaws side, too. This is really, really good also. Brandon Shepard, the defending champion. Brandon Overton, who won 20-plus races last year, has said as long as they're winning, they're going to try to run it. So you got Overton out there. Mike Marler joins the fray. Chris Madden, Clanton Eckert, Turbo. This is where they get real good, too, to me. Tyler Erb, Devin Moran, those young guys on this tour that, that are really strong. Brian Shirley in the GR Smith ride. Chase Younghands is back. The B1 Bomber, Brent Larson, Wells. Timothy Culp joins his good buddy, uh, Tyler Erb. And Billy Moyer Jr. just announced that he plans to run the World of Outlaws Tour next year as well. Do I think they carry 16 and 14 all year, the Lucas and the Outlaws? Probably not. But man, oh man, when you look at these two season starting rosters, they are as strong as they have been in a long time. I am excited about that. Finally, number five, this is actually the first show I've done since the silliest of all the silly seasons in Dirt Late Model history started in early November. So let's do a rapid-fire recap of all that you may have missed. Here goes. Bobby Pierce leaves the family team, will drive for Dunn Benson, likely, in my opinion, on Lucas Oil. Earl Pearson Jr. leaves Dunn Benson, and he will drive for Ronnie Stuckey in a Black Diamond house car. Steve Francis, he retires. He's the new Lucas Oil tech inspector. Jonathan Davenport will drive for Lance Landers with Jason Durham as his crew chief, Kevin Rumley Engineering, and they'll run Lucas Oil. Casey Roberts, he takes over that Blunt Motorsports ride while Donald McIntosh leaves that ride and was hoping to run on his own and for Lucas Oil as well. Mike Marler will tackle the World of Outlaws Tour for the first time. Brandon Overton and that Randy Weaver racing team will do the same as long as they're winning. I think they will be. Matt Curra leaves Fairbury to become the new Outlaws Series director. Brian Shirley will tackle the World of Outlaws as well, driving that GR Smith ride that JD vacated. Oh, yeah, track's reopening. Paducah is reopening this season. They've got a Summer Nationals race. Unfortunately, Appalachian Mountain Speed Weeks is shutting down. Hate to see that. There's a new owner at 34 Raceway. Brad Stevens, the promoter of the Slocum, now owns that racetrack. And the list goes on and on. I just wanted you to all have a refresher course because it has been a wild and woolly. And when I say wild and woolly, I mean insane offseason. That was five things. I hearken back to the beginning of the show when people say, what do you do during the offseason? You just heard that list that I just rattled off right there. That's what we're doing. We're chasing down news and there was a ton of it this year, just an absolute ton of it. But as G.R. Smith was telling me at PRI, that stuff is good for the sport. Now, sometimes I would argue with him and I'd say, I don't think the instability is good, but I am going to side with G.R. here. This year 
the particular interest level was so hot and heavy for news that I think it was good for the sport. I don't think it's always good with, with off-seasons like that, but I do think it was good this year. But I beg you, my data plan begs you. My wife begs you. Turn, my wife, she actually likes spending time with me. My heart can't take that again. So next year, let's keep the off-season a little more simple. Speaking of next year, it's already here. In four days, next year is here. The Wild West Shootout, one of my favorite events of the year, starts Saturday near Phoenix. It's going to be big, and that's what we're paying attention to tonight. People have actually said to me before, Rigsby, are you a promoter out in Arizona? And the answer to that question, I promise, from the bottom of my heart, no, I am not a promoter. But I get it. I pump up Arizona, and the reason is very simple. In a sport and in a time where we we are also go, 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 Arizona, I say, is the last true racing vacation, the last real bastion of what it was like to have a racing vacation. And damn it, Arizona is fun and I'm not going to make any apologies for it. Joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is a guy that will call the action from the booth out west all two weeks long, I guess I should say. Friend of the program and good friend of mine, Ben Shelton. Ben, I know you kind of feel the same way about Arizona as I do. Pitch it to someone. Why is Arizona so good? It's just the overall experience. You get some of the most eclectic fields of the year with so many guys racing together that don't even see each other the rest of the year, much much less race together. You know, the shows click off very efficiently, you know, especially when you consider there's close to 150 cars in action in three three divisions each night. So, you know, you you throw that in there. That's very impressive. And then personally me, I grew up on the bull rings here in the Mid-South, so I love tight racing on a lightning-fast track. And FK Rod Ends Arizona Speedway gives us all of that. Uh, The weather is usually awesome, and then the days off between racing, that makes it really nice. You race a few days and take a few days off. I just love everything about it. That was a hell of a sales pitch. Do you work for the Chamber of Commerce out there? We'll we'll circle back to that. I I mentioned in five things, last year we didn't necessarily have somebody to challenge Bobby Pierce in that go-get-it-done-on-the-cushion department. This year we've got Brandon Shepard. This year we've got Mike Marler. You know, Mikey was there last year, but the motor problems, you know, he really didn't get to show his true self. This year I don't think Bobby Pierce... You know, I don't think it's going to be the Bobby Pierce show. He's in that new rocket. He's transitioning to a new team. I think Sheppy and Marler and Gustin, who's back in that Gressel car, I think there's some guys this year that can really challenge him. What do you think? You know, I think there's definitely some strong contenders this year. But let's not forget, even though Bobby Pierce is in a new car, he's in a rocket, which has a tendency <laughs> to love a fat cushion. And we saw yes. that on at least a couple of nights last year in Arizona. I say he will be fast and a major threat right out of the box. And, you know, the other thing I think a lot of people forget because Bobby was so good on the cushion is the fact that while he was winning on the top, Chris Simpson was consistently running second to him, and he was on the bottom, and he was like a second better than the third-place car. So, you know, the thing was there were two different grooves for sure last year, and I think guys are learning this track, and, and this year I think you'll see races won top, middle, and points in between. One of the most intriguing things about Arizona now, still, third year running, is that bonus. The fact that a guy can now just win three events and get a $10,000 bonus. And we've had a guy win three races many times over the past decade. How likely is that? And after last year's rain, of course, the first damn rain out in 13 years, how excited are we to kind of see if that can happen again? Not only the three uh, for 10,000, but who knows, the 250,000. Mark it down, underline it, and circle it. Somebody is going to win that $10,000 bonus this year. With that said, I don't see a world where anybody gets that $25,000 bonus for a four-race win. 
because the competition is just going to be too tough this year. Now, there might be somebody that gets the quarter million this year from Kaiser, but I really think (laughs) somebody's going to get 10, not the 25. I I think the bottom line is that the third time will be a charm for this bonus, and your number three is going to see somebody finally claim a bonus. We're seeing this year a return a bit to what the Wild West shootout originally was. You've got Chase Younghands, Rodney Sanders, Austin Tice, David Brazil. We're getting back to some of those regional guys that litter the middle of the field. I, I think, in my opinion, that's when this event is the strongest. And it is, We know we got the, the national stars, the four or five of those guys on top, but that middle meet, we've got a little bit more in regional guys this year, I feel like. I agree 110%. Working on my notes, getting ready for this weekend's openers, I, I really think top to bottom, I think that the field intensity from last year to this year has gone up. And I think we all got spoiled for a few years when there were 10 or so national caliber guys coming out there. The the reality, though, that's not what this deal was created for. Sure, there's always been a few national guys dropping in, but this deal is more about the regional standouts who want to get a jump start on the year or the people from up north who want to get away from negative 50 wind chills. (laughs) Um, To me, this is the biggest difference between Arizona and Speed Weeks. I love seeing several of the top contenders from the regional tours plugging it out and, bra- and for bragging rights out in the desert. And if they can happen to beat some national talent along the way, then it just makes it that much sweeter. Somebody not named Pierce, Shepard, or Marler that you think is going to have a good Wild West shootout and why. Give me a name or two. Not those three guys, somebody else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with two. I, I, like, I like having multiple options. That way there's a little <laughs> bit less chance that I'm going to be completely wrong. Fair, uh, fair. Chris Simpson, comes to mind, Chris Simpson comes to mind early and often. He flirted with victory lane pretty much all four nights last year. I mean, the guy ran second three times, and his worst finish was a third. He's hungry for a win at FK Rod Inns Arizona Speedway, and I think we could very well see that this year. Um, Another guy, he plans to run at least three events, and as long as business doesn't pull him back to Mississippi, he's going to run them all. I'm talking about David Brazil, the Raging Rebel, and I think he could be a guy that could be a sleeper winner before it's all said and done. This one is open-ended, Benji. Last question. Rattle them off. Five or six things that you like or have your eye on about this event as we get ready to go this week. Just give me five or six things. Rattle them off off that beautiful head of hair of yours. Well, again, number one is going to make you groan, but... You know, we all know the super late models take center stage on this event, especially here at Dirt on Dirt.com. But I love, love, love. That's right. Three loves, Michael. The and this is a hell of a modified. I know where you're going. This modified field is good. I'm going to let you keep going, but you're right. It is a damn good modified field. It is. And, you know, it's not just the USRA's modified, the open mods, the X mods, too. They're more of a spec class. They're damn good, too. So, you know, top to bottom, there's more than a dozen guys who could win on any given night in both of those classes. I love that aspect. Um, the track surface itself comes to mind. Kevin Montgomery, to use a Derek Kessinger term, is a track guru. <laughs> and last year he was still relatively new to working with the clay at FK Rodden's Arizona Speedway. Fast forward a year, he's had more chances to work that track. They've had more events there that he's been a part of. Because of this, I think we'll see even better on-track action this year. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the weather. Mother Nature was a mean mofo to us <laughs> last year. But this year's forecast looks like we should be back on track the beautiful weather that we've come to expect when we go to the desert. Uh, you know, another thing that jumps into my mind is the quality and efficiency of the show. As we talked about last yeah. year, we, we creeped on 150 cars in the three classes throughout the deal. Kelly Carlson keeps this show really popping along as the race director. Usually we're knocking them out in roughly four hours. When you consider the number of cars and laps that have to be run, it's really impressive to think how quick these shows move along. And last but not least, I look forward to the total experience. This truly is a racing vacation. Me and you talk about it all the time. You're not racing night after night. You get to enjoy the off days, do some sightseeing, 
You even get to play mini golf tournaments in the Derek Kessinger <laughs> Memorial Tournament at the Dirt on Dirt. He's now. dead? I didn't know he died. Oh, my God. It's terrible news. Well, you know, we've got the uh, Kevin Kovac Memorial Media Center. That's true. Florida. He hasn't died either. So why not give Derek his own memorial tournament? <laughs> you know, it's just a relaxing way to slide into the season. And we need that when you consider less than three weeks ago, we were wrapping up 2017. So that's the things I really like. Uh, you had me so excited, then you depressed me with that last line. You can listen to Ben Shelton all week long on the Wild <laughs> West Shootout broadcast right here at DirtOnDirt.com. Get your pay-per-view package now. It's time, Ben. Off-season is over, buddy. Get to work. All right, we'll see you this weekend. Yes, sir. Three days away. Let's do it. <laughs> he's depressing me, Terry. He, he just He's depressing me how fast we're going. But I'm excited, so screw it. You guys have come correct on these, by the way. First Twitter questions of 2018. Let's make them good. It's pretty simple. Ask me anything about the start of the 2018 season, and I will answer it. Ask me anything at all. And I will answer it. Try to keep it clean if you can. At Dirt on Dirt. Hashtag Late Model Live. Tweet us your questions. We'll be back. First show of the year. We'll be back after this. day and age, certain things in business just mean more. And at FK Rod Ends, they know what those things are. They're proud to be an American company and believe that's part of the reason their customers do business with them. Made in the USA actually means something. And they go to great lengths to make sure they have the inventory to meet the needs of the entire motorsports industry by maintaining a three-year supply on the shelves. And because demand for that inventory is so high, FK is expanding the warehouse to offer even more more product. So no matter the form of motorsports, FK, an American company, has you covered. Dependability is the key with Andy's stuff. His stuff, you know, when we get it, we have to do very little to it. You know, I think the results speak for themselves with Andy's engines. Brand new Andy Durham power plant under the hood of the best performance number one. Josh Richards wins. The Lucas Oil Late Monitor Series Championship, Dirt Track World Championship in the same night. Here comes Shepard! The champ is here! Brandon Shepard wins tonight in Charlotte. So last year, obviously, you go to Arizona with this bonus in mind, and if not for the first rain out in 13 years, yeah. you have an excellent. Just talk about getting back there, and that's a big deal, isn't it? Chasing that bonus, getting another chance at that bonus. Yeah, it sure is. You know, that, that bonus is definitely an incentive to go out there. Um, you know, especially now that we know we had a shot last year, uh, and if the bonus was how it was uh, you know, last year, how it was this year, 
then, you know, three, three, three races for 10,000, uh, then we would have got it. And that was only in four races. So now if we should have all six races, then hopefully I'd like to say we come out with a little bit more of a little bit more bonus money. It just like you said, three or four, three or four years in a row, somebody's won three out there. You went out there and pretty handily dominated. I don't want to say, do you feel confident you can get three? Because there's going to be good cars out there, but you at least kind of want to get to that first number, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of it, you know, it's just like anything. It takes luck, but you have to be fast. You know, if you're fast, uh, you put your car in a great position to be winning those races. And you know, the competition out there is uh, pretty stout this year. And you know, I, I know. Uh, I think JD's going out there. I think Brandon's going out there, along with uh, you know I'm sure Billy Moyer and Chris Simpson. They also have Jimmy to do Mars, on the top, and those Sanders, top guys yeah. want to come out there. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that track is a very raceable track, and you know I think if you're going to have a bonus like that, it's got to be at a raceable track. And uh, I mean that place, you know, it puts on good shows. Um, I think uh, if I wasn't out there racing, I'd definitely be on dirt on dirt watching it live. You know, because it's what a plug. It's great <laughs> racing, but uh, I'm really excited to get out there. You know. Hopefully it doesn't rain in the desert like it did last year. Last question. It's what well, I always say about Arizona. It's the, one of the last racing vacations. There's so much cool stuff to do out there. Just talk about I know you and your family had a fun time. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we got family out there, too, uh, which is actually one of my sponsors, Premier Waste. And, you know, we kind of just use those off days just to chill a little bit. We've got to work on the car. If we want to go do something in the Arizona area, you know, go do it. So, it's kind of cool. It's unlike, uh, you know, when you go to Florida, it seems like you're racing every single day, which is cool. You know, we're racers. We love to race, but it's cool to have some off days every now and then in between the races, too. We said it before, and Bobby Pierce drove it home right there. From the bonus to Barry Jackson to Vegas to San Diego to the Fiesta Bowl, there is a lot going on for the Wild West Shootout. We will be live starting on Saturday night. Not all about Arizona in this show. We will preview the Ice Bowl at Talladega as well. I would call the Ice Bowl, what would I say, one of the more unique events in our sport, honestly, as well. It's one of those, if you've never been, you probably need to go. Something always just sort of happens at the Ice Bowl. Keep that in mind before this weekend. I said before the break, ask me anything about the 2018 season, and I will answer it literally anything, turn what they come up with. First one, it, it, this, I knew it. I knew everybody was going to be hot and heavy about these uh, national tours. Are there any drivers or teams that may make a last-minute decision to join a national tour that have not been announced yet? Boy, you look at those rosters. 16 guys on the Outlaws, fourteen on uh, uh, 16 on Lucas, 14 on the Outlaws. I don't know that there's room for anybody else at this point. I, I know that Rusty Schlank is kicking the idea around of maybe running the World of Outlaws, at least going to Speed Weeks and see how he ends up. Remember, the Outlaws are doing that back toe money now. Um, but, man, I don't know. I, I think at this point we've pretty much got what we've got. And you know that Lucas Oil side, 16 guys and 1 through 10, they're stacked. It's going to be awfully hard to penetrate that 1 through 10. I think it's probably pretty settled in. Turn, we had another national touring question, don't yep. we? I knew it. This is going to be a big thing all year long. Adam Mart says, which touring series do you have your eyes on? Both. I mean, I'm not trying to cop out both of them. I want to see this to me is as strong as these two tours have been in probably, oh, as far as strength on both tours, five to six years, maybe ever, maybe ever when you look at the rosters, honestly. So I, I both of them. I mean, like I said, Lucas has kind of got this powerhouse roster, and the Outlaws have maybe – a more interesting mix in a way with Overton and Shepard and Marler and Moyer Jr. and Shirley. It's just, I'm very intrigued by both of them this year. 
Um, so I, I, we could go on. I think there's like 12 more national touring questions. I'm not going to answer them. We could go on and on about that. A reminder that our JRI Shocks Top 25 does not return until just before Speed Weeks when we, we debut our preseason poll. Of course, the preseason poll takes into account Arizona and uh, what we think will happen in Florida. That comes Tuesday, January 30th. But turn, look at this. No one can be mad at me. Yep. The moms are always, moms and wives always hate me. Only the, the moms and wives of question marks can be mad at me right now. <laughs> we don't have a top 10 yet. It returns Tuesday, January 30th. The JRI Shocks top 25 poll will be back. Please, America, don't be mad at me yet. I haven't done anything yet, okay? Be mad the 30th. You can be. How the hell are you going to have so and so ranked ahead of so and so? Turn, that's what the emails I get. Hey, man, that. You wanted this. I know. I wanted this. You're right. (laughs) Well, you can call it a racing vacation. You can call it an expedition. Call it what you want. But for 13 years now, the Wild West shootout in Arizona has served as the unofficial kickoff for uh, major late model racing. From the early days of Ernie, Mincy, and Casa Grande to Tucson and Benji Lyons and everybody else, it's always captured the attention of the dirt late model world. Racing in January in the desert, in the warmest weather, in a place that doesn't look like anywhere else we race. There's cactus, there's mountains, it's warm, it's January, it's just all so unique. That will continue this weekend as the Kaiser Manufacturing Wild West Shootout roars to life Saturday and Sunday for the first two of six races at FK Rodin's Arizona Speedway near Phoenix. We've already talked to the announcer. Now let's get some real talent on the line and talk to a driver. Joining me now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline is a guy who I do not think enough people are talking about. Oxford, Iowa's Chris Simpson. And Chris, I'm going to make this first question pretty simple. We hear about Pierce. We hear about Shepard. We hear about Marler and Gustin and Phillips. But in the four races that were run last year in Arizona, you were second three times answer this question honestly chris do you feel like you're getting overlooked a little bit as we head out west uh yeah i mean (laughs) all i've heard about it seems like all i've heard about is how bobby dominated down in uh arizona last year so you know i I feel good about our program we're going to come out there with a brand new car and uh brand new black diamond from ronnie stuckey and i got zach fields as my crew chief this year so uh and I tell you what, I'm excited for the year, and, and uh, I feel like we can go down there and, and be really competitive again and hopefully uh, finish one spot better a few times. See, that's what I like, Turn. He didn't skate the question there. Simpson took it head on. He said, yeah, we're kind of getting we're getting dissed a little bit. I appreciate that, Chris. Thank you for answering that honestly, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the racetrack last year, no one really knew what we had going in. We had we'd seen some video but we didn't have a ton of laps on it. Year one under our belt, I think Arizona Speedway proved itself last year. It was pretty racy. I think it's worthy. Would you agree? Yeah, I mean, I I thought it was awesome. I mean, I've gone to Tucson. I, obviously, I went to Tucson a few times, and then to go out there to Phoenix, I mean, I thought a lot of some people complained about how the track wasn't racy, but, I mean, in my opinion, it was twice as racy. I mean, when you can uh, – have a track that you can move around on the way we did. I mean, obviously Bobby won on the cushion. That cushion goes up six more inches. I might have won three times. You know, you, right. that's just just the way it is. But uh, obviously, I'm not a top person. Early on, you got to be on the top. It seems like, but they always seem like they they get that bottom. You know, I think just before you know the rain, the, the, the rain came and rained out the last two races. I think they were really getting a handle on the track on what they needed to do to make the bottom as good as the top. So, uh, 
you know, I'm excited as hell for this year. I think uh, going out there the way the format is with the qualifying and, you know, if you got a good car, you can keep your nose clean and, and uh, come out of there with some money. While all that you mentioned it, all those other guys just love the top, fell in love with the top. We know Bobby's going up top, but what what was it about the bottom that was to your liking? What was it about the bottom that just really kind of? I know you're a bottom guy anyway, but that you just seem to get married to it and really be effective there right away. Yeah, I think it's more just uh, honestly. I think it's the hard tires. I mean, that's what I grew up on. I grew up on D55s and. And uh, I mean that top. I I run. I want every heat race. I want one out there on the right, top. Right. You know, early on, you got to be up on that cushion. And and I'd go up there and gouge on it and and get it done for 12 laps and come in breathing hard. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean the the middle to, to just kind of being able to finesse the car and drive straight and uh, keep the ass end under you. I think just fits into my drivability a lot better. I mean I like Eldora when it gets slick. You know, 34 Raceway was around the bottom, but it just slickens off. It's not a hammer down. I mean, anybody can go out there and throw it sideways and stand on the gas, but when it when it blows off, it takes a different, you know, style of driver to keep the car underneath you and keep the tires under you and, and uh, you know, make sure you keep the car straight. You and I talk about Arizona and just how fun this event is. Give us the Chris Simpson seal of approval. Why is going west in January so much not only so much fun but so much different than anything else we do i use the term different why is it for you so much fun and so different than anywhere else we go the whole season oh i think it's fun i mean obviously it's easy to say now we're getting four to six inches (laughs) right right it's easy to say to go out there but my parents actually um just purchased a, a smaller house out there so they're only about 25 miles from the the racetrack so um, you know, for us, my whole family goes out there. It's a, it's our winter vacation. My wife's flying out Thursday, and I'm leaving in the truck on Wednesday. So, um, you know, it's just a chance to spend time with our family, as weird as that sounds, you know, driving 24 hours. But, <laughs> you know, we'll get to be with my mom and my stepdad, and my dad's coming out, and my brother Chad's flying out for the second weekend. So it's just uh, it's more or less just to, you know, kind of break up the winter. I, th- I, li- I like breaking up the winter it seems like it, you know, my off season really hasn't started yet. It seems like my off season's after January, you know, right. we get two months after that. So it just breaks it up. And, you know, last year we, we rented a couple side-by-sides and went off in the mountain and strapped my year and a half old daughter in the back in a car seat and <laughs> took off through the mountains. And it's just, you know, I've, I wasn't, we never took a lot of vacations when I was little. So it's cool to go out there and just, just experience it. And, uh, you know, once you're out there, you're out there at the same track for, you know, 10 days or whatever it is. And it's just, you know, you can get up and go do something else every day. I mean, you can go ride go-karts or you can go four-wheeler riding or we have some other friends of the family that are out there and we go stay at their house one day just swimming and stuff like that. So it's just kind of fun to get away and kind of use it as a vacation too. I need to uh, check. I was going to ask you what your off-day activities were. You already answered. Attorney's already answered that question, but we do have to check with the Parenting Safety Commission on strapping his daughter. So, something about strapping his one-year-old daughter going up a mountain. we got to check with the Safety Commission. on. I'm not a parent, Chris, but we have to check on that. I'm not sure about that. I was a little nervous about it, too, but my mom said, oh, she'll be fine. So oh, the mom, grandma. Off, so. Grandma signed yeah, grandma. off on it. If grandma was good up with it, then uh, dad was okay. With okay, it well, all right. I'm not a parent. What the hell do I know? I only have a dog. So uh, as we head into 2018, Chris, 
Do you think you, this is a simple question to you, do you think you've taken that next step? You spent most of last year firmly inside the top 25 drivers in the country. Do you think that Chris Simpson has taken that next step and you've entered the realm of those guys that can win anywhere at any time when you unload? Man, I, I mean, I, I'm not one to sit here and brag on ourselves or talk about how good we are, but I really think that if you look at the results from all the big shows, I mean, I may not have won a big, you know, a big show besides, I mean, obviously we won three 10,000 to win races, which is awesome, but um, last year was my biggest win season. We are very, very competitive. I mean, the dream, the world, um, you know, all those races were constantly up front. I mean, we've we've really built a very good program with what we've got, and I think this year, you know, I'm sure people are kind of wondering what, what I'm doing, switching to a black diamond chassis. And, and obviously, if anybody paid attention, I went and drove Jason Rowan's car at the end of the year last year and uh, down there at Why Not. And had, you know, we, we had a good run. You know, Ronnie was, was really helpful, and, and Longhorn's been really helpful to me, too. So, I mean, I can't say enough about everybody, but Ronnie really, uh, really stepped forward to, to try and help our program out. Plus, obviously, everybody knows me and Earl work really, really close together. So um, me and Earl were talking about, you know, the whole time I was gone driving that car and what I thought, what I felt like it needed. And I just think with some of the the way the tire rules are and and stuff like that, we've really came out and and ran in top fives wherever we've been or top tens, whether it's national or or, you know, in regional, we, you know, all the MLRE races we won last year, it was pretty, you know, it was, it was a good year for us. So, uh, you know, if I could go into this year and have the exact same year I had last year, I'd be perfectly happy, but we're definitely looking for bigger things. I mean, I think we can, you know, pull pull into a Lucas race and be a, a top contender anywhere we go or a World Outlaw show. You know, there's there's some places we struggled at that I think was that coming forward. Hopefully, um Hopefully it'll just take our game to a whole nother level. Final question, most difficult one, simple one. Right now, who's better, you or your brother? Answer it. Got to answer it. <laughs> uh, I would say me because I get to race more. Uh, <laughs> my brother's, my brother's a hell of a race car driver, and he, uh, with his job and the way he, the way he has to do things now, he has to step back a little bit from racing and and not race as much. And uh, I think by me getting up to go out on the road more i definitely think probably i'm i'm one step ahead right now but shit that can change change in a year for sure turn off the air before we came on chris said he goes that no good bum i'm 20 times better than him that's what he said before (laughs) oh god i'm sorry i didn't i'm joking no i'm totally joking i i didn't even know if you'd answer that but here's what i love about chris simpson i threw him two tougher questions and he answered them both i appreciate that thank chris thank you for that i just wanted to let you know you bet, no problem. Well, you can watch Chris Simpson and so many others live every night of the Wild West Shootout right here at DirtOnDirt.com. And I'm going to say it right now. He will win at least one race this year. Book it, write it in stone. He will win one race this year. Chris, we'll see you this weekend out in Arizona. Good luck, buddy. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Yep. He's going to win, Turn. I'm telling you right now, he's going to win at least one. He's confident, too. I like how confident like he seems there. He's like, I'm better than my brother. Uh, he's somewhat facetious there, but he's feeling it. I'm getting overlooked. He's getting dissed. No love. I like it. We're going to step away and take a break. Turn, you're not backing me up here at all right now, by the way. No, I agree. (laughs) We're going to step away and take a break. When we come back, we'll touch the bases on the ice bowl and revisit D-Suave in a dress. All (laughs) that and more on Kaiser Manufacturing's Late Model Live. 
Martin Automotive has franchise for Ford, Kia, Chevy, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We cover heavy-duty hauling or vehicles for the driving enthusiast. At any Mark Martin location, you'll find a large selection, variety, and great prices. MarkMartinAutomotive.com gives you 24-hour access to every location. Browse inventory, apply for credit, and schedule your delivery. We can arrange for delivery anywhere in the U.S. or pick you up at an airport. Give us a chance to earn your business, and you'll see why everyone wins at Mark Martin. Josh Richards wins the Lucas Oil Late Monitor Series Championship, first time world championship in the same night. Here comes Shepard! The champ is here! Brandon Shepard wins tonight in Charlotte. Dancing early turn. Dancing early. I'm feeling like it. I'm it. feeling the Wild West shootout. There are times when I don't exactly know what turn's turn will be. And then there's there's this week when he's got so much content to choose from. I don't know where to start. From Derek in address to all the new toys that I, I and Amber have purchased turn. <laughs> there is plenty that my trusty sidekick can hit this week. Let's see what he's got in store for a pre-Arizona edition of Turn's Turn. <laughs> Camo hat in the camo hat. The camo, the camo hat. hat. It's up. Terrible. That hat is terrible. Oh. And I'm barring it from the show. It's Illinois State. Remainder well, I mean, we need we need some new dirt on dirt hats. Okay. I, yeah, I, I bought mine... you enough. I get your turns turn. You've, all right, you've, all right, you've purchased. All right. You've got enough. Well, I mean, first off, how can we not talk about what happened at Gateway? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Bobby Pierce winning. Who cares about that? I'm yeah, not it's... talking about the awesome race and <laughs> Shannon Babb up there. Who you know, cares the about any of that? This is what I'm talking about right here. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> how about swa- I love the I love the, 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 the tall socks. The, yes, the, the white tall socks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Swab wore the dress, and I was very happy, and I was giggling like a little schoolgirl that Derek is <laughs> while I was up in the up in the booth directing all this. It uh, it was pretty funny. Look and at him. It's like a mom dress. Cheetah print, by the way. He actually fills the dress out pretty good. I'm actually, <laughs> look at the people, by the way, in the background looking at him like, what in the hell is going on? Why is he doing this right now? So, I mean, I had to laugh at that. I will give Suave props. The Suave on the street stuff from Gateway was Excellent. amazing. Excellent. It, was, yep. it was so awesome. So, you know, the other thing I've been doing in this <laughs> quote-unquote off-season. <laughs> we haven't really officially announced this, so this is no, kind of a big deal. So it's, it's kind of a big deal. Uh, and by kind of, I mean it's taken all of my time, so it's a big deal to me. And all of my uh, money. But here we go. Here is our is. brand new DirtOnDirt.com production trailer. Uh, so basically, any event that we are live, pretty much you will be seeing this there. Uh, I've got a few different photos, and obviously, you know, thank you to all the people that made this possible. First off, the one behind me, he's, he's, yeah, he's, him. He's, he's <laughs> brought out the money and helped me out here, and this is going to make our productions for you guys that much better. But, you know, the other ones here, Mark Martin Automotive for the truck helping us out there. 
uh, Kaiser Manufacturing, obviously, FK Rodden's, Midwest Sheet Metal, Dyer's Top Rods, all of those guys, Aftershock Graphics, did a great job with the wrap. I mean, they, they just they knocked it out of the park. So we unveiled it here at Gateway a little. You know, we parked it in the pit area, so if you were in the pits, you saw it. Uh, Tim Truex used a, a couple shots of it in some videos, but until now we really hadn't made a, a full announcement of it. But there it is. You can see it at one of our live events, many live events this year. Yes. Uh, so very, very excited about that. Hopefully it makes the broadcast that much better for, you know, all, all the people that order our paper. It was the next step that we needed to take as a company. I'm very excited. Turn, all credit goes to Turn. He researched it all. He put it all together. He's done an excellent job. We'll do our first show out of it at Arizona. And I did want to give a special thanks to Mark Martin. Mark Martin Automotive. My, I have a goal in life this year. I want to sell Mark Martin a truck. Not Mark Martin personally. I'm not selling him a truck. <laughs> Mark Martin, Lance Landers, and those guys really stepped up, stepped up and helped us out with this program. Go to Mark Martin Automotive. Go to their website. If you're in Batesville, buy a truck. Buy a car from these people. They do an excellent job. And a huge thanks goes out to Mark and Lance for helping us out with the truck for 2018. And I'm excited, Turn. I think we're going to have a lot of fun with that trailer this year. I think as long so. as you guys keep it clean. Well, I mean, I'm going to do my best. Uh, so. no, you're going to do I'm it. I'm worried about Derek. Oh. I'm worried about Derek and the beer cans. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. That was a good turn, sir. We've spent an awful lot of time talking about the Wild West shootout, but this weekend, another tradition and a long-running one at that, the 27th annual Ice Bowl at Talladega Short Track. 6,000 to win for super late models on Sunday, but there's all sorts of crates and other divisions running as well. I wanted to preview Talladega quick and give it its fair due. How about we get one of the stars of the Dome on right now, and Jason Welshin, who got fifth in last year's Ice Bowl. Jason, there's bigger races in the South, but for an event that only pays $6,000, the Ice Bowl is a pretty big deal to Southern drivers, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's a huge deal. Um, I really look forward to going there and racing, you know, this race next year. And We've been fortunate enough to uh, come, a, come across a win with the um, crate division down there, but... Um, you know, I'd really like to get the super late model <laughs> win up my belt. Um, I always run good down there. It's um, it's all about qualifying, but uh, it's very exciting. You know, your true racers will be there because you never know what the uh, weather's going to be like, and you know, uh, it's very fun. I describe the Ice Bowl as a really unique event, and I think that's fair. Give us your description for it. From all the cars to the weather mystery, you never know what you're going to get. You get always got mud and everything else. There's just there's a lot going on at the Ice Bowl, isn't there? I've, I've been going for the, for several years now, and I have been there, and they've been people walking around in uh, short sleeve shirts. <laughs> I've been there when it's been so cold you didn't want to try to work on the car. I mean, it's you know, get in it, go race, try to get you some heat. And, you know, I've been there when it's pouring down rain. Me and Riley Hickman, we got one year down there. Um, you just never know. But <laughs> one thing about it is I have to go give those guys a lot of credit. They always try to to uh, have this race no matter what. You know, last year I was headed that way, and I got snowed in just about 15 minutes uh, south of uh, Knoxville. Uh, we could go no further, and luckily they canceled it. But the following weekend, we got to go. We got to go about the weather. So it's not so here's what it is. Jason, you're cutting out on me a little bit there, so try to – I know these cell phones these days, you got to talk into them as much as you can. I want to get all your thoughts. Talladega races different during the day than the night. We all know that. We've been to their day shows and night shows. What do you expect this weekend racing-wise? 
Well, I was asked the other day if I was going to go practice, and, and I told him, told him I really wasn't going to go because during the daytime, you know, it'll, it'll get rubbered up. And, yeah. You know, it's going to be like asphalt racing, and and uh, you just really got to have the car freed up enough to stay in the rubber and just lay down a good smooth lap. And in daytime racing, I, I really feel like the qualifying is everything. I mean, if you – Qualify in the top three, most likely, you know, nothing breaks or the driver doesn't make a huge error. You're going to run, you know, you're going to win, run second, third, whatnot. <clears throat> and if you, you know, qualify 12th, 15th, you're probably going to finish around that, you know, um, right around in that area because of the daytime racing. It's really tough sometimes because the racetrack doesn't widen out enough for us to run two by, you know, two by two or three by three there. But um, you never know. This could be different. Like I said, you never know what the weather's going to be like. And the racetrack, you know, it could be different this time. But um, qualifying's definitely huge during the daytime. Um, you got to get, me preferably, I'd rather have a late draw. The racetrack probably have a little bit more forgiving rubber laid down. And uh, you, you'll have a bigger margin of uh, laying down a uh, smooth, quick time. Last thing, Jason, I've got to ask you a dome question. You made yourself familiar <laughs> with the entire dirt late model world from your performance to the driver's intros with the Scott who sign, all of it. Have you come down off the high of the Gateway Dirt Nationals yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, we were on our way home there Saturday night, and, <laughs> and uh, I was just telling all my guys, I was like, this doesn't happen very often, <laughs> It's hardly any, you know. It was just uh, something that uh, took place, and I was just glad we was a part of it. And um, yeah, we're back at it. We're grinding right now. I mean, we kind of don't live in the past. We we want to see what else we can do next. You know what I mean? Um, that was a good show, but we're you know we're us. We're always trying to put on the best show we possibly can, whether it's for a local you know, stand base or national tour if we can be a part of it or whatever it's just all about the show well you're walking out of the piece of video right now with the scott who sign i think that <laughs> that was a an enormous piece of the show uh jason we appreciate go ahead it's just for good fun wasn't it Have you and scott talked by the way since then or no 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 i haven't talked to him people's asked me if i have but you know you everybody knows that if it wasn't for Scott and probably a handful of other guys, we wouldn't be at the dome. That's right. I mean, he's he is the greatest. Everybody knows that. I respect him. He's done stuff that probably nobody. My daughter probably won't even see anybody do what he's done. Um, you know, it, it was just all about entertainment. You know, <laughs> those guys pay their hard-earned money to come and watch us. The you know the women also and. Uh, if we don't give them good, fun entertainment, you know, they don't come back. Nobody gets paid. <laughs> so, uh, and Scott, I think he really knows that. Yes. And like I said, I wasn't trying to be disrespectful to him. You know, you guys was asking me what I was going to do, if I was going <laughs> to dance or, or flip or whatever. And I was like, I can't dance. And I couldn't – that was the only thing I could come up with. And uh, it, it kind of hit me the last minute. And, you know, we might have made some new fans. I'm sure we did. And – there's some people that look down on it, but hey, at the end of the day, 
it was just all good fun and entertainment it was good fun and you nailed it by the way the 27th annual ice bowl is this weekend at talladega we'll have complete coverage right here at dirt on dirt.com jason welsh and thanks so much man it was fun to get to know you during the gateway dirt nationals i look forward to talking to you more good luck at talladega buddy thank you and thank you all for what y'all do for our sport i really appreciate it thanks jason good luck okay he needs to not worry about it turn it was entertainment at its (laughs) highest level final commercial break coming up on kaiser manufacturing's late model live we got five to go and suave back at zero and zero in the lock of the week after this carl performance is excited to introduce the new and improved carlperformance.com You can order your parts from your phone, tablet, or computer much easier with an improved, user-friendly platform. With same-day shipping on in-stock items, you'll be able to get your parts quickly and with ease. Make sure to sign up for our newsletter so you can stay in the loop on our latest events, specials, and newest products that are added daily. Head over and check out the new carlperformance.com today, where all of your parts are only one click away. Penske Shocks is starting 2017 right where they left off in 2016 winning rick Eckert wins the speedweek opener at hagerstown magic coming off turn number four he'll take the checkers third of the year for the georgia bulldog shane clinton regardless of chassis brand penske shocks win with the industry's top trackside support there's only one choice to be made for 2017 and that's penske Trusted by champions. Stronger, lighter, and safer drive shafts than steel and aluminum. Extremely durable for worry-free performance. Proven in countless major events and crown jewel wins. Made in-house for late models, crates, and modifieds right here in the USA. Drive shafts, rod ends, ball joints, and shocks. QA1 does it all, and they do it well. Visit QA1.net. A reminder that if you're a DirtOnDirt.com subscriber, you get a $10 discount on the Wild West Shootout Live package for all six nights. Ten bucks, turn, nothing to sneeze at. Ten dollars. Don't forget, you can order that video in the upper right-hand corner of the website. Ten bucks off if you're a Dirt on Dirt subscriber. Well, we all saw in turns turn, and we all saw live, our eyes are still burned in, (laughs) to the world during the Gateway Dirt Nationals, that Derek Kessinger was a man of his word. He lost his bet with turn, but he wore the dress turn, and he made good. you got to give him credit for that. He made good on the bet. Yes, he did. (laughs) That's it. That's all he's getting credit for. (laughs) We don't know what the bet is going to be this year yet. We usually get into February and March before we determine that. But it is time for the new season. The locks are already rolling in as we head to the Wild West Shootout. Swam's Lock of the Week. New year, new picks, but the same old swab. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So great. Oh, he curtsied. Look at him, he's got moves. My New Year's resolution is to get my locks correct and see turn in that dress. And what better way to get my mojo started than getting my first lock right at the Wild West Shootout. Book it right now. No driver will win the bonus. Sure, some driver might get two wins, but the competition is too stiff for a racer to get at least three victories. Let's get this year started with the W, baby, and that's Suave's Lock of the Week. Look at this turn. O and O. Zero and zero. A clean 
slate on Suave's lock of the week right now. That's impressive. He's back. He's feeling good. He's feeling fresh right now. By the way, that first lock, no one wins the bonus. Um, I don't know. Ben thinks someone does win it, so maybe it's not as easy as a lock as we think. I think. I mean, you want my pick? Yeah. I think somebody wins at least ten grand. Okay, so you think he'll be zero yep. one? Yep. All right. Well. I mean, that's. I mean, he's gone zero and one with like <laughs> three years in a row now, or two years. <laughs> Uh, let's let's end the show on a high note. Five to go. Here we go. Number five. I once saw a four wheeler pulling a four wheeler, pulling a four wheeler. Wait for a turn. Pulling a four wheeler. That's four four wheelers at the Ice Bowl in Talladega. I told you it was unique. Twenty seventh annual Ice Bowl this weekend at Talladega Short Track. Twenty five hundred to win limited late models. Three thousand to win crates. 6,000 to win Supers and a whole bunch more. It's one of those events I always say if you've never been, you got to go. Michael Page foreshadowed his breakout season last year by winning at the Ice Bowl. I don't think he goes back-to-back. I think Jason Welshin, the guy we just talked to, rides the gateway wave and gets the win. Welshin for the victory at the Hornet's Nest. Number four, we always kind of forget once Arizona and Talladega and the Chili Bowl get rocking and rolling, that halfway around the world there's super late model racing in January as well. The annual American invasion to Australia. Look at this cool video. Look at these pits, by the way. Starts on January 13th and 14th at Perth Motorplex for two nights. Then the 19th at Collie Speedway, and the 20th at Albany Speedway. Look at how nice these tracks are. That's four races total. Tyler Erb, Devin Moran, Steve Francis are all headed down under. And get this turn, for the first time ever, Dirt on Dirt will have full coverage from Australia. More coming up on that in a bit. Number three, after the Wild West shootout comes to a close. But before we head to Georgia for Speed Weeks, let's head to Georgia on January 20th for a race at Boyd's. Chris Tilley's Ironman series will sanction a 3,500 win at Boyd's January 20th. Now, Shannon Buckingham announced his return to the late model world last year by winning this race. I'll say the big buck does it again. It goes back to back and wins it at Boyd's. Number two, this one is over a month away, but I wanted to give you a heads up on it. Normally, the Neesmith crate races at Bubba Raceway Park that we always have coverage of are before speed weeks down in Florida. It kind of sort of kicks speed weeks off. I've been getting a lot of questions about this. This year, they are after. Neesmith will be at Bubba Raceway Park February 22nd through the 24th, a departure from the norm. We're still going to have coverage, but when you don't see the highlights in January, you know why Neesmith at Bubba after Volusia and after Daytona is over. And number one, want to hit it one more time because we can. The Wild West Shootout starts this Saturday in Arizona. Not only can you watch all six nights live at DOD, but Friday night's practice will stream free as well. Last year, we saw the Bobby Pierce show. I'll make my predictions right now. Pierce wins two. Shepard wins two. Simpson wins one. And Terry Phillips will win one this year. Nobody wins a bonus. I disagree with Turn and Ben. Nobody wins the bonus. And it's left on the shelf for another day. There you have it. America. Look at that. What a great shot. Wild West shootout starts this weekend. Turn, we got a little bit of on-demand coverage coming this weekend. What do we got? Well, Wild West shootout. <laughs> well, two weeks of coverage. Two weeks and two live. Weeks. And live. And live. Yes, of course. Uh, and also Ice Bowl coverage, which we've talked about. The Ice Bowl and Wild West shootout on-demand stuff as we get this season started. Of course, shameless plugs on the pay-per-view side. Wild West Shootout, watch it all live. Don't forget that Kaiser quarter million bonus. Three victories get you ten grand. Four victories get you twenty-five grand. Five gets you a hundred thousand dollars, and six wins gets you a quarter million dollars. Live video from Arizona all 
week and weekend and into next week long. And don't forget Volusia right around the corner, too. To me, the heart and soul of Speed Weeks is Volusia right next tucked up to Daytona. We'll be live again from the Dirt Car Nationals with our good friends at Dirt Vision. Dirt Car Nationals live from Volusia, February 12th through the 17th. The Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. I mentioned it before. First time ever. Australian coverage. Our own web dealer. Who agreed to send web to Australia? I mean, Is that Amber? Probably. That sounds like an Amber. What are we doing? Web dealer heads down under. Uh, more Americans than ever will be in Australia. The biggest car count ever they're expecting. They're celebrating 20 years of late model racing. We will have highlights and a lot more reaction every night from Australia. I'm pumped about that. We're going to have that for the first time ever. A couple other notes. Did you see Rick Eckert? The 5,000th rocket car ever built went to Rick Eckert as he returns to rocket a guy that spent a lot of years there that was pretty cool uh speaking of rocket Jeff Curl a friend of the program here local Fairbury modified ace will start a late model career next year we saw that Tyler Millwood told our own Kevin Kovac that he will run Barry Wright cars in 2018 because of his affiliation with Chris Madden of course Madden going back to the Barry Wright house car program that was cool and we don't have the announcements yet but expect some pay-per-view editions this year some new exciting events coming to dirtondirt.com that new live trailer turn we yeah. got to start making some money you I spent know. all of my money I spent all of it i got no, i barely hey if you guys can send a donation to me we're not <laughs> no I, no don't listen to him we don't, don't listen we to don't him. have we don't have money to eat Amber and I. Artie is going to starve. Oh, Artie, believe me. Amber will kill me and feed me to Artie. Yeah. Long, Artie's yeah. the dog, by the way. People are thinking, who's Artie? Long before that worries. Well, we know we've uh, plugged the pay-per-view galore coming up, but we also wanted to remind you about the on-demand coverage that we'll have. All the breaking news, all the photos, and all that stuff from Arizona. Don't forget, too, Speed Week starts early this year. First race at Gold Miles is Friday February 2nd. It shifts back a week. As always, we will interview the top 10 from Speed Weeks every night. We'll have heat race highlights. We'll have feature highlights, live updates, race days, Shelton side bites, everything you have come to expect from Dirt on Dirt the past 10 years running from Georgia and Florida. We will have you blanking. Uh, one month from tonight, turn January 2nd, February 2nd. Speed Week starts <laughs> in one month. Let, let's back it up and focus on Arizona first. Don't forget live from the Wild West shootout this weekend. Oh, see, in my throat turn, I'm, I'm emotional about the Wild West shootout. <laughs> Damn cold going around. For Michael Reiners, for Derek Kessinger, and everybody at DirtOnDirt.com, welcome to 2018 Dirt Late Models in America. Thank you. We'll see you this weekend from Arizona.